0: One. Beep! Please leave a message. After the this counts. is episode
1: 451 of WP Water Cooler, Accelerating WordPress. With Jonathan Wold.
0: He got, like, his own thing. Oh, hey, I'm Say Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress. I do less teaching these days. So-
1: and you all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Molowick. Fill it Woo! in for Jason Tucker, who is watching Fast Cars, I, I guess. Uh, and go ahead and uh, <laughs> follow us and hang out on the Discord.
0: Yeah. I, I think we need to make a meme channel, by the way, uh, on the Discord. I, we haven't, we haven't, we don't have one yet. And I think we, we should,
1: one. we should have a meme channel.
0: Absolutely. <sighs> I mean, that intro
2: has seriously upped its game since the last yeah. time I was on. That was, uh, that was uh, fantastic.
0: We're, we're professionals. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for 10 years uh Great. so welcome to the back to the show friend of the show thank you
1: jonathan wold hasn't been on in a while a, a, a former a former regular now an irregular but we're happy to have you back Wait, either way he was always
0: irregular Whoa. he was never a regular regular he mean, irregular regular
2: i made it count when i showed up so yeah and that was always fun
0: so you're okay. here tell us about uh because i don't know cause um you know it's all new new so what's your new what's your new like hi i'm Jonathan wold intro
2: oh i i don't know i don't know about that like i can't really follow yours like it's so clean and crisp i teach i preach i i mean uh, it's good yeah uh, it is good yeah um
0: i've not copyrighted it so
2: you know it, the thing that i revisit each year is i think about like how long has it been so at this point it's like well i've been in wordpress full time for 18 years and i still enjoy it i'm still having fun and, and and at this point
0: you're still the one. Oh, yes. sorry
2: i i don't have a, no the, you the, to work in this thing is fantastic and the song is fantastic i still uh i can i can look ahead and readily see another 10 years and i think that's that's interesting for me like i'm not bored it's uh there's always new challenges to work on new problems i
0: actually had a similar feeling recently uh i think i shared it with y'all's <laughs> this one. The Cospers? No, the Jasons. Cospers. Yes, but the Jasons, the Jasons. As I call them. Uh, that I have um oh we're moving right into that. No, I have uh felt like someone once said to me, someone who I shall remain nameless, uh, that they expected the crest of WordPress to ebb or whatever, like they drew this like Ooh. wave and whatever. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And I, you know, my eggs are firmly in the WordPress basket. <laughs> like, I mean, I've built I've built sites with HubSpot and Square and whatever. But like, yeah. you know, I they're just they're all you the know, same at a certain level, but like
2: one of the things that's been they interesting. Don't, they to don't
0: me. do it for me here.
2: Over the past couple of years, I've I've played even more with like other platforms and seen more things. And the more that I see because in the early years, I remember way, way back in the day, it was like, oh, WordPress versus Drupal versus Joomla. That's been yeah. gone long gone. And not yeah. from this not just because WordPress won but but because it's like not no, it's just actually
0: as WordPress one not, not it's it's all in the same vein WordPress right won.
2: it's about open source now what's happened recently is that as i've played more with the proprietary platforms and you see some real innovation you see some things that are great i i see more of this like hey let's make wordpress better but i don't it doesn't feel like a threat now which can be dangerous because i don't we don't want to see ourselves like sit around and not make progress
0: as as a what is not not um <laughs> be versus the world, not, not with uh, the world, get too, not with get the world too world. arrogant sitting in our little world yeah. bubble. Well,
2: ready. and what's shifted for me over the past couple of years is just seeing the role that WordPress plays and its importance in just the broader open web, right? Like, right, and, yes. And then when I look at projects like Drupal, for instance, it's like, yeah, this is much more like a, uh, this is an important sibling, where it's in our best interest to support other open source projects, and for me, the battle these days is much more about the open web versus a lockdown proprietary yes. web.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, it's not WP versus the world. Yas, it is definitely open source versus proprietary. Because, and I, I totally agree with what you're saying about Drupal. Um, but I, I think it's really all of it's, it's really all of open source. There's a really interesting yeah. conversation. I just want to pin on like let's just like drop into people's minds um that has been happening in the meta make team it's like a side little project of discussing what it would look like to move uh the wordpress main communication from slack to matrix so that's a little conversation that's happening there's a team that meets i think every other week to kind of discuss it and just like as a thought exercise work it out and that is because of philosophical reasons. The idea you know, is that it would having that it, it aligns better with the open source. So one of the things that.
2: that I both love and I find frustrating about open source and WordPress in particular. I remember when I helped start that conversation at WooCommerce like two and a half years ago about <laughs> Matrix.
0: <laughs> and WooCommerce internal WooCommerce or
2: open- moving the WooCommerce Slack to Matrix. So yes, that, but no. I'm
0: saying is it is no no. Well, the but WooCommerce is- open WooCommerce Slack or yeah. okay.
2: the open one, yes. Uh-huh. Which which then started a conversation internally about uh, others began looking into it as well, like .org and all that. And it's like it's it's a great idea. Then, like two and a half years ago, um, it's still a good idea now, two and a half years later.
0: Jonathan really did just say like, "Oh, I had that idea before."
2: No, well, I didn't. I can't. Get, no, I don't take credit for the idea. I was helpful in facilitating it, but like,
0: <laughs> I don't know that it's the same people. But you should. <laughs> anyone who's interested even as a thought exercise including you uh or to lend you know their their opinion they they did post on the meta blog uh an update um and hopefully they will do so in the future so just you know keep it in the back of your brain
2: is that it's great and it's important it's been it's been frustrating also helpful for me to just accept that things take a while in open source
0: They take a while in life i don't
1: know why everyone thinks no it's
2: open source in particular. Things things in like proprietary platforms move a whole lot faster. Cosper, sorry, please. I,
1: no, I was gonna say I, I think what Jonathan was saying is he he still likes the matrix idea, but he he just likes it better before it sold out, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: No, I, what, what what did they did I miss it? Were they acquired? Like, what's the no who,
1: no 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 no? It's a, it's, it's a it's
0: like, a like oh I heard a, about this before you were born.
2: Oh okay yeah no. yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> you're so sincere. You're like, what should I look that up? What, what
2: happened? <laughs> what's the latest? Okay, but uh, hold on. What? Thematically. Thematically, the point I wanted to make there, it's like I've I've become much more comfortable with accepting that we need to think about WordPress in much longer horizons. However, the theme today is accelerating WordPress. And so to this idea of WordPress versus the proprietary, that's not even quite the nuance in my head, because mm-hmm. in the in the ideal situation is I love the proprietary platforms. I love the innovation. I love that they move fast, that their incentives tend to align explicitly with I end users. I
0: interject here and say that it is not that open source could not move that direct quickly. It It's that uh, the proprietary or, you know, companies yeah. have uh, generally, generally speaking and pr- predominantly speaking, have this thing called a hierarchy <laughs> and there's someone who's in charge and that person says, do this. And then sure. it's done, which is different than the idea that, um, a group of people are working out an idea Mm. and no one necessarily is going to say do this because people have to say, do this, let's do this together. And that can take, that can take longer, especially if the structures are not set up properly, but that's a whole
2: whole different topic. Well, and I would argue it's important piece of the puzzle. I'd argue though, that it's less about the hierarchy, more about incentives, which tends to be associated with hierarchy, right? Of like a company in general has a, profit incentive, a strategic incentive, a thing that they all rally around to say, okay, this is why we're going to move faster. In open source, yes, exactly. And in open source, we have very different incentives, which occasionally lead us to rapid innovation where we can do things that proprietary can't do. Yeah,
0: because you can do a lot of things with passion that you can't do. And this is how,
2: when I'm trying to explain a WordCamp to someone, I'm like, listen, when you go to a WordCamp. Like WordCamp Long Beach was like one of my that that was the first place I ever spoke at.
0: Thank and
2: you. yes. And uh with with a WordCamp, you're gonna get a mixed experience. You're gonna get things that are like, what in the world? Like, why is this so poor, to be frank, compared to like a a like a, a particular aspect of it. But you'll also see things that you couldn't pay for. You right. mean like
0: compared to like, say, is, like, Dream sure. Force
2: yeah. Some like fancy that. event, right? Like, Dream just
0: like, or, uh,
2: yeah. It, so, if when I bring, I heard WordCamp
0: Word Asia was like better than any conference that a lot of the folks had been to and had been to a lot of tech conferences. So, mm-hmm. Word on the Street, WordCamp Asia was pretty great. Okay. No, it was
2: good. Um, and, and hats off to the organizers. And this is the key point that, like, it's, it is different because you have different incentives. Like you don't have a big commercial operation. So I'm coming fresh off of seeing how cloud fest runs, which is a commercial event and versus like my experience with word camps. And it tends to just be, uh, anyway, the point is that you can, different. it's different. Ball- it's is different. It's not a direct comparison because the incentives are different. Mm-hmm. And with word camps, what we tend to see is people who are bringing their hearts to it. Not that you don't have that in commercial events. You have this, you still have the same. It's just it just shows up in different ways. And that's now when it comes to the project that we know and love, With when it comes to WordPress at its current place in time, I think incentives is one of the bigger challenges to work through because it's far beyond the scope of what a small handful of individual contributors can do on their own to make a big difference. You certainly can in particular areas of it, but WordPress as an ecosystem is, is so much bigger than it's ever been.
0: Well, and that is because as open source moves slower. And this is actually something we touched on last week, which is uh, interesting that, mm. you know, because, you know, it's moving along, whether you're talking about core or just the community or whatever, yeah. uh, there are gaps that present themselves and people are like, I need a thing that does X or I whatever. And it's not part of, you know, it's further down the plan or it's not the current focus. And then that is the expand expandability that come extensible extensibility that comes in to play and then the the propr- not proprietary but the private companies or the agencies or the you know plug-in businesses come in and fill that need and figure out how to yeah. meet that need and bridge yep. that gap
2: yep now that's,
0: that's a really that's been a huge huge component of the success of wordpress because other open source entities don't have that in the same yeah uh to the same scale and like w- would any of us be building these websites with uh with without acf no anybody like
2: you know something i'm more a fan of pods personally but okay, uh,
0: pods right or or some okay. sort of you know like there are plugins that like literally complete yeah the system like you can't build a site without that. you know you know
2: i, I was i so I got to hang out a little bit with Josepha at, at CloudFest, and of: Yes, and one of the things that she said that that struck me that I hadn't quite heard articulated that way is you know, it's it's trivial these days, relatively speaking, to replace the technical aspects of WordPress. Like you could go and create a new CMS today that did a lot of the same things, and it's a mistake that a lot of people will make when they're like, "Oh, I could just do that." What you can't replace in WordPress is the community. And even more so the ecosystem mm-hmm. that's built up around that. It's right? been
0: such an organic creation over 20 years, literally.
2: Yes. And, and, it
0: is, and it has it has been allowed because of that extensibility, that's been encouraged and it has developed in and it has made, you know, a lot of people very wealthy.
2: And and I'd argue maybe you can't replace isn't the right thing. it's objectively true that you could never exactly replace. But the point from like you can't a
0: twenty years of global collaboration and uh, and entrepreneurship, definitely. there
2: is incredible value there that the replacement cost becomes just astronomical. Yeah, where it's like and and that just only increases as time goes on. And that's the thing that often people will miss mm-hmm. is that you can't just judge WordPress by the product. Now the product matters. But the code
0: we, just it's yes. not just the code
2: and. And it's, at this point, far beyond that.
0: Way more than, more than the code. code. That's to be WordPress's new slogan. WordPress, we're more than code. It's mm. mm. good.
2: Mm.
0: We, can, we can workshop it.
2: Yeah, we're, Send that back to the workshop.
0: <laughs> tough, tough critic today. <laughs> wow. tough mm. Where's Tucker? He always laughs at my jokes
2: i was laughing inside yeah. a lot of potential. i need
0: more laughter outside
2: okay <laughs>
0: just work with me
1: there more more of an external validation test.
0: yeah i need more external validation less like i'm sure that's funny to you just kidding i don't actually need jd it. wants to I know what we're
2: accelerating
0: funny. that's all that meant. jamie wants to know what we're accelerating jd
2: wants to know what are we accelerating
0: oh uh site performance no cosper no we're accelerating this ecosystem that's what we're accelerating. So let's let's get into it, right? Jonathan, tell us about some of those gaps that you have identified in this larger ecosystem and about some of those problems that are facing the businesses that fill those gaps in the ecosystem and their their trajectory, their life, their
2: yeah. health. And so wellness. There, I'm gonna give a little bit of context first. It yeah. was about. I'm a little fuzzy on timeline, but I want to say about six years ago, six seven years ago, I first came across this idea that Mullenweg put out of WordPress Matt as an Mullenweg. operating system. Matt, well, Matt Mullenweg, not to be confused with Fat Mullenweg here. In uh,
0: we just like to you know name give people their full names whenever possible. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Um, well, better that I did his last than his first, right?
0: Well, I mean, you did just Josepha's, so maybe not. But anyway. Ah. Mm.
2: I've never called her Chomsky though. That's kind of Chom- Chomposky. Okay.
0: There's no okay. Sorry, Sorry Justefa. <laughs> I need to go into the Slack and see if she actually has her pronunciation on there because that would be very helpful. I should
2: learn that. That would be good. Um. So Matt Mullenweg Sorry. had written this idea. Had written about this idea of WordPress as an operating system. And I remember when I first came across it, my reaction was a bit of like, What, what are you talking about, man?"
0: You talked about that at WordCamp Long Beach, right? Wasn't that the inspiration? That was yeah. yes.
2: That was that was the that was the first thing I gave a talk on, because uh, after it, like after thinking about it a bit and poking around, like it just I was like, okay, I feel like there's something here, but it's not like I don't understand this, and I had more questions than answers. One of the questions that I had is like, what is the open web? Like I, I first went, and said, okay, let me find someone who's defined it for me. And I didn't find a satisfactory definition. So eventually I settled on, oh, I guess I need to like come up with something that at least works for me. And that put me on. To-
0: <laughs> that's like the definition of open source, but that's right. Like a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like little meta definition wrapped into itself. Okay. I,
2: I really enjoyed that. Uh, thank you again for inviting me to do it. And um, and then I got to give another version of that talk at WordCamp US later that year. And that put me on this path to thinking about WordPress much more as an ecosystem. And in so doing, and at the time I was in the agency side of things, right? Like working in the big agency, doing enterprise work, which is a really helpful perspective, that service side of the business. And I'd been doing more with product. I also have like a product background. I co-founded the startup about 15 years ago in the SaaS space. And as I began to look at WordPress more as an ecosystem, I just just became more and more curious about like, okay, what's going on? What's going well? And one of the themes that began to stand out to me is looking at WordPress's nature as a decentralized ecosystem versus a centralized one. This is a core difference between what we see with WordPress.
0: I actually just tweeted about that uh, the other day where I said the difference between uh, a community that comes from a company versus a yeah. community that comes from open source is um is different because the motivations yeah. for being there are different. When it's centralized, you're expecting to get stuff from the center. Yeah. Yes. And when it's decentralized, everybody's like kind of giving stuff. And now, I now could the, go on a whole tangent, I'm not going to, but I the could. The decentralized... How that works with AHC, but I'm not.
2: Yeah, it's, it's important. But the decentralized piece I think is easy to overlook and somewhat because of just how big the ecosystem is at this point that you can have a business that is successful by any number of standards yet is still kind of tucked away in a relatively obscure portion of this WordPress ecosystem.
0: I mean, technically that's my, like, right. I make WordPress sites for clients. Like they're not, you know, they're Big deals for that. Like, I'm not like a big agency, but there's a lot of people like me and my little company with a couple people working for me or with me that, like, you know, there's a lot of those and they're not notable necessarily or noted.
2: After 18 years, I I would say that I have a lot, I have perhaps more incentive than most to be finding companies and getting to understand kind of what's going on in the ecosystem. It is still a regular occurrence for me to come across large companies that I've never even heard of that are doing like just a bunch of stuff in WordPress. And, and so at this point, I know not only, I'm not no longer surprised by it. I expect it. And I see it as an explicit side effect of just the decentralized nature. Like this is what's going to happen now.
0: And there's, that's there's a-, a lot of that international is yes. international thing. Like which uh, I got uh, in uh, talking with folks who went to WordCamp camp Asia, that there's really, like whole little WordPress pockets that have been developing in their own void because it hasn't been a big part of the larger ecosystem. I also recently learned about, you know, France has like a whole, like, you know, which everyone else knew because of WordCamp Europe, but I didn't know.
2: Now, here's the thing. On now the one hand, to
0: Paris, is the web
2: benefit web. is tremendous, right? Like, because we want a healthy, resilient web. And these pockets, if you will, just represents all these different parts of the web. That's, that's important and healthy uh, to mm-hmm. me, like it's in, from a lot of different reasons. There is, when it comes to your question about gaps, for businesses trying to build and grow within this space, there are some pretty big trade-offs. And the biggest trade-off that I see, well, there's a couple of ones that stand out to me, th- these gaps with product companies in particular, because my hypothesis these days for a couple of years, I thought that working with hosting companies was the key to like growing our ecosystem. It, it was kind of an obvious one because, like, all right, they're they're a big part of the ecosystem. That's where a lot of the, the revenue is going to. And and so I put my efforts there for a bit. I still think they're a really important piece of the puzzle. They are
0: the foundation, if you will. Like the the I mean, they are. Yeah, yeah. The they're infrastructure. The they're
2: at that infrastructure yeah, layer. They're exactly.
0: infrastructure, like they are the link between Yes. People and the actual software, like they bring it together and all the managed toast, especially because it really even reduces, you don't even have to go into a C panel and, you know, do a quick install or whatever. Like you, it's just there. So to they the point, are the of that gap.
2: To the point that you made earlier about these products who come in to fill the gap, the kind of led, led by entrepreneurs. That's why I ended up settling on my, my hypothesis is that product companies themselves are the key, leverage point to growing and to accelerating WordPress. So the idea is that if you take product companies, because they sit, they sit at this intersection between the end users and like what WordPress does out of the box these days, like WordPress's origin was the five minute install to a blog, right? It succeeded at that and became why WordPress accelerated at the beginning. These days, there's very few people who are going to WordPress for just a blog, right? Right. And we're pretty far away at this moment in time for the majority of users from five minutes to success, like if well, you
0: yeah cause it's it's five minutes and then you just
2: you're dumped into starting. an install like it's, so <laughs> <What> now <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity there and a whole lot of things we could talk about, but my bet is that product companies are in the position to bring us back to a solution focus. Where we're helping end users succeed, whether or not they care about WordPress. Like in the early days, a lot of people they wanted a blog. They didn't care about WordPress. WordPress care came later. Mm-hmm. And so for the for me, as I look at the future, I I want to see more people love WordPress like we do. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to see that grow. Like I'm excited about bringing back things like Kids Camp and and just like thinking about the next generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: At the same time, I don't the expect youth. that to the be. Youth the lead. It's not the lead for me. I think we can, uh, we, we can hope people get there, but I would rather see us winning because WordPress is, and our ecosystem is delivering excellent value focused solutions. And my bet is that the product companies are the way to do that. And from there, they
0: have been the way to do that. I think for a while, like I, I, I genuinely, like I was saying earlier, I genuinely cannot make sites that are at the yeah. level of have uh, the clients need without products and that, that the selection of products is actually changing. I just had a meeting with the client yesterday where, you know, I built the site five years ago, it's still fine, working fine. But I'm like, yeah. so the tools that we used five years ago, they've been upgraded. Like there's new tools, there's better tools. Like I want to use this thing instead. Cause it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like, the 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 tools themselves continue to improve along with core. So, like everyone's really res- you know responding to the block editor, yep. like it's a yep. whole new world of possibility for products. And and most of the products I've I have experience with as you know as a user as a person using them to build or develop sites, um, is that they're adapting pretty well. Like everyone's like going on the block train. Mm-hmm. You know, like people okay. are like adapting to. So there
2: are three products. gaps that I see with products okay. and this is the core of the, what's driven me into what we're doing with Gildenberg. Three big challenges I see with products in the WordPress space. The first one is that a lot of these product companies aren't great at monetizing. And, and I'll, I'll oversimplify that point. There is innovation, there's progress happening. There's a lot that we could learn from the world of SaaS that really hasn't caught up in the WordPress space yet. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, it's fair. Like it's kind of a challenging pro- problem.
0: Well, there's also the idea that like you have the people who start the company, developers or people who are Often doing that. Often yeah.
2: developers. Often
0: developers. They're not marketers. I'm actually having this conversation in the Make marketing team on an ongoing basis. I'm like, yep. not the same skill set no. at all. It's really different. And also, when you bring in external marketers – the WordPress ecosystem is different in terms of marketing.
2: Exactly. So you can't you, just plug someone into it.
0: It's not just like, oh, someone is this regular marketing person. They come in here and they're like, what's happening? Who are these people? What's the community? So
2: like- monetization is the first gap. Yeah. The second big gap is compatibility, which is, a, is a, a placeholder word for a number of different things. But it's this idea, we love the open source nature of things, the autonomy that we have to do whatever we want. And at the same time, what you often get are products that don't all work nicely together, right? <laughs> Somewhat by nature, and there's not an incentive. Now, I, I love it. I see product companies who put in the extra work to make their stuff work well with each other, but like that's extra credit stuff. Like, like that's a
0: bug. the events calendar.
2: <laughs> it's it's something that there's it, it's. There's not a lot of clear incentive for that to be done ecosystem wide. And and it's not a trivial problem to solve either. There's a lot of complexity to it. When I talk to hosting companies, and Cosper, I'd love your your feedback. Maybe it's different. Uh, Compatibility tends to be one of the biggest drivers of support uh, requests.
0: You mean turn off all your plugins and see which one's causing the conflict? It's, It's like it's a cliche to the point of, yeah, it's compatibility. Drives a lot of cost and a lot of confusion yeah. on the end of um user.
1: What do you think? Conker? No, c- compatibility is is absolutely uh, one of the the key things. I, I think uh, really interestingly, um, there is a, a little bit of effort to solve this gap um, in uh, WordPress as far as um, kind of the the work. That um, folks like Andy Fragan are doing with uh, getting uh, the auto update stuff a little better uh, to where, uh, and and I know that uh, putting uh, certain things like uh, WooCommerce and their extensions on auto updates—that's that's that's a whole thing. That it's
2: a whole other thing. uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we we can spend an entire other half hour on on just that, but uh, for some uh, really basic plugins, having um, this resiliency around update failure um, is and, and can be uh, a very uh, helpful thing that will take some of um, these support issues off of our plate where it's just like, Hey, uh, you know, my WordPress is up to date uh, these plugins that I've said, you know, I'm fine auto updating, like um, you know, my forms or, or whatever. um Okay, fine. <laughs> like you know, and and then that's that's just a little bit less for people to have to worry about, and that little extra headspace uh, sometimes provides just big big places for folks to go. So
2: so check this; those first two challenges. Yes. so those are okay, so quite the important. And
0: Dis- uh, uh, and uh, the compatibility.
2: Compatibility. Mm-hmm. Those those first two are significant. Like even just working on those could make a make a big difference. The one that I, I, I wrestle with a bit with how to position it because you can't really tackle it until you solve those first two. So a lot of people come into the space. Like one of the challenges that I see firsthand is um, a gap. I'm
0: write down what I think it is. Just see if that's sure. Right. Go for it. I wrote it down. So there's there's a
2: gap on the like investment and fundraising and acquisition side of things
0: mm-hmm.
2: where entrepreneurs come into this space. Like traditionally, and, and I'll, I'll just call. it, I'm not a big fan of exits to hosting companies in general. When a product goes to a hosting company, in general, and there are exceptions, it tends to mean that you're taking that product somewhat off the market.
0: You mean like social image generator? I'm not, familiar with, that not one, familiar with Familiar with it, but those of you sure, who sure. are will know it's been it's been sunsetted. It such well,
2: a- and there's 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 it's it, there's some complexity to it. I'm more open to this than I used to be in the past. But the the heart of it is that like you mentioned, ACF. I'm a big fan. I'm I like what WP Engine does as a whole. When I talk to other hosting companies,
0: oh they're, yeah, they're gonna there's a like, growing
2: reluctance where they're oh, like, we don't really want to recommend ACF.
0: That makes right. so much sense because it's 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 no longer um, it's not neutral anymore. Yeah, it's not yeah. neutral anymore. It's it's now it's now it's directly making a competitor money, which even ecosystem wise, that's a hard sell. Like even within WordPress,
1: that's a hard sell. I, I will give you an example. Uh, internally, uh, we've had uh, a few uh, customers who have wanted to look into uh, a way to manage uh, multiple sites. We don't actually have any sort of offering, yeah. uh, but ManageWP was the the place to go for that. Owned by GoDaddy, yeah. GoDaddy. A competitor of uh, DreamHost where I work. So we don't necessarily want to suggest that tool. No. So, and here's uh, the deal. uh,
0: And then you get get into plugins that don't write, you know, maybe ACF doesn't have any marketing, but if you go to ACF's page, are you landing at WP Engine? Are you being like, whoa, you could integrate this and look, we integrate our thing with this. So it makes a lot of sense that taking something into that hosting space immediately like isolate it or like put some so, walls up around it. That's a really great observation. I, I
2: want to see founders win. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've seen for a bit now is founders who are frustrated because it, it's felt for a bit like hosting companies are the only viable exits. And I'm like, this is short term. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time you do that, you're hurt. And I've also talked to founders who feel that and it's frustrating for them. So when I looked at that, it's like, okay, why aren't others investing into the WordPress ecosystem? What is it? And there's a couple of reasons. Um, and part of it's the decentralized nature. It's hard if if you're an investor with a bunch of money out there and you're looking for products to invest in, the SaaS world's a lot easier to invest in for various reasons. And if mm-hmm. if for no other reason that it's hard to find some of these companies, some of these products, how do you validate? Like, and and, and also confusing open source is, is kind of like, well, are we buying the code? No, you're not. Like, what's the deal? Like, how do you sort of think about all that? Mm-hmm. And while there's a lot yet to be solved, that to me, one of the things I looked at is like, okay, what makes something attractive and and why are investors even looking at the WordPress ecosystem? It's because of its size, but there's a trick here. WordPress has a vast ecosystem, but you starting the product in the WordPress space, there is no guarantee that you're ever going to be able to touch a fraction of the addressable market because it is highly fragmented and and widely distributed. So. Right. When I look at products in the space, and I and if I we can we can talk about some, Um, you if you look at products in the space that are just crushing it, I'd submit to you that with very few exceptions, products that are even crushing in the WordPress space aren't even tapping like ten percent of their addressable market within WordPress alone. Not even talking about outside. When I worked at WooCommerce, is just one example of this. You would think if you wanted to do a partnership with WooCommerce, you would think that talking to WooCommerce, the business, you know, it does in fact make a lot of sense to do so. But you might assume with WooCommerce having a larger market share than Shopify that, oh, great, you know, we can we can go to WooCommerce, we can do a partnership deal, we can get in front of all these WooCommerce customers. And no, you can't do that. What you have to do, at least in the current state, is you need to do a deal with WooCommerce and with GoDaddy and with DreamHost and with NewFold broadly, because each one of them is basically their own WooCommerce ecosystem.
0: Mm, right, mm-hmm. like
2: GoDaddy doesn't have to do the same things that WooCommerce, the business, does, and especially if right. you start to play with hosting, like WooCommerce, getting more into that, etc. So, and yeah, that's just
0: all the all the managed WooCommerce host new new newness. When well, that's not really yes. the point, but that and
2: each one of them is starting right. to position as their own sub ecosystem, right? Which has because benefits. I've
0: said in the past is almost like insurance against uh, needing to essentially fork wordpress and have your own hosting and system at some point. Some, it some might problem. say insurance. 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 Some, some
1: might say insurance, others might say existential threat. I believe that is also <laughs> what about. That's the same. It's the same. So, 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 so Jonathan, please. you have you have these uh, three uh, addressable, you know, Wait, what's the things. What's the
0: distribution thing? is the problem. Oh, damn, I was wrong. What and, you what, this is this mine. Say, I said scale. Uh, scale. It's so it's well, no, scaling your distribution, well, and, I guess. And kind and of in the it's, here's, here's
2: how I would nutshell that though. Okay, for a product company that's trying to grow in the space, many of them like don't have an accessible way to uh, get to the wider audience, right? Right, and and that's where I think the heart of the problem is, and it's because we're decentralized. Now, I don't want to see that change, they
0: should all just come on the water cooler, obviously.
2: I don't want to see the decentralized nature of the space change. It's essential to like what makes it strong yet. There's a lot of work that we can do to mitigate that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's typically just a lot of work. You just have to like today, for instance, if someone wants to do that, what they need to do is like, all right, it's time to create some partnerships. You got to learn how to do that. You need to work with the different hosting companies, work with other product companies, figure out how to create clear wins and do business together. That's great. It's also pretty inefficient. And especially as time goes on now, like, okay, now a lot of people are doing it. So now you have this like scale problem that does in fact come up.
1: So so Jonathan, uh now, now that you've you've covered those three and and now that we're uh, a few minutes into uh overtime, uh why why don't you tell us about uh Gildenberg and, and what you're hoping to do with Gildenberg to uh to solve uh some of these issues.
0: Here's the setup. Do, 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 do. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I really like this idea of a guild. I was doing some research. This has been like a full-time effort for the past year, which is building off of ideas that have been percolating for five plus years now. And at the heart of what we're trying to do is create an organization that has that's agnostic, that's neutral in the space, that is has incentives to solve problems on behalf of product companies. And those three problems are the ones that we're focused on. So ultimately it's gonna it's this is a long term effort. Like I'm looking to the next 10 years of what this is gonna look like. The first thing that we're doing is opening with an accelerator where we're taking products and basically saying, hey, what do you need? We're gonna help you solve these three problems. Like that,
0: instead of a Y combinator, it's WP combinator. It's, yes. I thought of and thought and what you could have it.
2: <laughs> what we're trying to do is not just do those well and see returns on that because we're, we're treating it as a business. More importantly though, I want to see it. I want to see these businesses be models to the, to the broader ecosystem. And yeah, I think that's, that's the heart of it. I'm like, we can only work with so many at a time, but if we do this, the open source way, then as we develop these playbooks, as we're figuring out how you solve these things, my hope is to see us do so in a way where it's like, Hey, this is what partnerships look like. We're also working with hosting companies to become distribution partners. And like basically create streamlined. Hey, what, how do we make this easy for you so that you're not getting 20 product companies coming to you with all different things? They're welcome to do that. There's freedom to do that. We're not forcing anybody to do anything instead to offer like, Hey, here's a smoother way where it's like, yeah, what if they're coming to you? They're already ready. What if, you know, it's already streamlined. So it's a ton of work and we're starting with the accelerator and kind of taking it one step at a time and focusing on okay, what can we do with individual products and grow from there and then just open source along the way. And my hope is to see the ecosystem as a whole, just benefit explicitly from it. And I think if we can help product companies solve these three problems, that's the, the best shot I see today at building more momentum and contributing to this idea of accelerating WordPress.
1: So, so as far as that goes, um, I... I I know that uh, accelerators that uh, that uh, sometimes uh, venture capital stuff like that uh, can often be focused on uh, the exit of like where
2: ah, great yes. yeah
1: where where are you uh, pushing or how uh, so do you, think, do you see Gildenberg pushing that's uh, a great question. Because from what you've been saying in the buildup to this is that you're you're really focused more on the ecosystem. You don't necessarily want a plugin to to sell out.
2: So I love that you th- you brought that up. There's a few ways we think about this. First, it's very we're very long-term thinking, uh, which is to say, like here's when someone comes into the accelerator, I talk to them about hosting companies, and I'm like, listen, as a founder, I'm not going to force you to do anything. You can do what you want, but if you're going to be a part of this, I want to be upfront about this that like I, I either want to help support your own perpetual hold and just continue to build this like indefinitely, or it, when you're ready for an exit, we'll help you find a non hosting company buyer. We started working with more family offices or we're working with companies that have like a deeper vested interest in the space that aren't competing in hosting.
0: Are you, I is, are you not making a entity to hold those? I and
2: some ready. of them okay, we will yeah. acquire ourselves. So, yeah, and then but, it becomes
0: like guild-owned.
2: But the key in that situation, it's like a, is that, a,
0: an employee-owned company, almost in a way. Yeah,
2: well, and as an example, like my guess is that we'd never own a forms plugin, like <laughs> and not 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 like fundamentally, but like there's just probably a misaligned interest <laughs> it's
0: on, there. It's on Principle, really. Sure,
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, because, whereas there are things that it's like, what are what I want to focus on are where there isn't a clear aligned incentive otherwise, like what are some things that we just need to be really good and taken care of in this basic? Like, I really appreciate, like if you look at the top 100 plugins, there are plugins that don't get a whole lot of credit. The automatic just maintains that do right. they're not a lot of fanfare, but they, they keep the lights on. They keep them going. You can like say what you want about how effectively they do that. But the reality is that they do it. And what I would like to see is that type of thinking just amplified further where it's like, okay, what are some utility pieces? What are pieces that are just important for the ecosystem that we can not only maintain but grow
0: mm-hmm.
2: and do so on behalf of the collective, if you will? And that's, that's another uh, show by the way. <laughs> that's another show. So
0: talk about that at another time.
2: Yeah, my bias though is very much towards the long term, and for and when founders want exits to help them find exits that are good for the ecosystem and support their long-term vision for these products. A lot of people at the end of the day don't really want to see their product just sold off and
0: right. short-term and
2: capitalized. It,
0: and it right. those, those sell-offs can be very difficult from a, you know, something you've given your heart to, right. But also for what happens kind of after that, because with all acquisitions, there's that you're on there. Uh, it just happened with pageley uh, Pagely, uh, Josh Shubble is leaving, right? Like, so he's retiring from that. And I think that can be really difficult. Um, un- I don't know why it's unexpectedly difficult nowadays, because I would expect it to be difficult, but being acquired and then having to stay on and, you know, kind of oversee the merger of yep. the, the teams, but then also have to start al- immediately, right? Changing your vision that's not aligned in the way that you've built this whole company. So I think that's kind of... Just difficult as a from yeah, a psychological perspective as a founder, and right. and so if you if you were able to go into either you know something like the guild which is built for that or a company that had already understood had had more in alignment like you're saying, yep. then I think that could be really less painful for some of the founders, and they might be motivated to exit instead of holding on to let it grow and do something else. Because I think a lot of founders stay because they feel like they don't want to give it up, even if yeah. their yeah. heart is still attached to it, even if they need to move on personally. And that is that's another difficult position. So people like just, oh, do I just sunset it? Do I sell it? Do I let it go? Like that is a hard question. And I think that addressing that through the, through the guild, through just the, the entity that you're creating is in, and even having, just having those conversations and looking at it is really, is really great because it is different than a lot of startups that people are just like, I'm starting this startup in order to sell it. Like yeah, that's it not is. usually right. the take in WordPress. You start it. Cause you like, you love it. And you want to do, I, that. I
2: talk regularly with founders who like don't want to sell.
0: Right. And, yeah. but,
2: and I'm like, Hey, that's, but when you dig into their reasons for why, it's there's, there's multiple but part of it is like they care about the thing. They don't want to right. just see it like put off in the corner somewhere.
0: There's nowhere to take it necessarily. There's nowhere to like graduate it to that allows it to kind of keep that the heart component. And you know, I'm not saying that some of the bigger hosting companies can't do that. Um but the
2: incentives just aren't there as readily.
0: Yeah, because the, the those companies are just at the end of the day, no matter who's working there, they are aligned with profit-making and, you know, bottom line. And those are, like you said at the very beginning, different incentives. And there's not alignment there. And so to be able to create a pathway that is aligned, that is, like, extending the, the heart of WordPress, like, allowing it to, like, keep that heart component, that authenticity, that... This is for the community and this is a tool for WordPress and not just a product that makes yeah. money.
1: Now I, I I know that Jonathan has a heart out. So I, I think that is actually where we're gonna have to leave it today. But Woo-hoo! uh just say, say as always, just bringing it back to the heart. Uh once again, uh Jonathan, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you uh, on. We'll have
1: more seems really exciting. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have to have you on again to kind of talk about some of these big ideas. I, I feel like we could have gone for another 45 minutes.
2: I, it's always funny. a pleasure. I look forward to it. And,
1: uh, yeah, thank you guys. Talk to All you right. Soon. It's time to mash that outro button. <laughs> All right. As always, you can go over to WP water slash subscribe uh, check out WP Watercooler Dev Branch on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and TIL vids if you're into the whole Fativerse thing. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Come right. to the Discord. Come to our Discord. I'm going to make a memes channel. That was-